Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mental Golf Show. I am your host, Josh Nichols. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Uh, yesterday was an awesome day. I I did two on-course sessions with players and just some really, really great feedback from both players. Uh, not that I'm some magical mental coach, but it uh, it just just went really, really good. Um yeah, it was good being out on out on the course. It's just getting really cold. That's the only thing that uh, is kind of disappointing these days, but that's okay. And I, the th- so the thing with these podcast episodes is I I really like getting the feedback from players so that it gives me something to talk about on here. I a lot of the things I learn uh, are from actually doing sessions. But today's episode is kind of more from my own personal experience of my own playing and something that maybe is relatable to you that you struggle with also. So maybe you can relate to this. Every single time I go play, uh, and maybe every single time you go play, I spend the first four or five holes trying to perform some kind of swing. I'm trying to have the correct technique. And I struggle through those early holes because I'm searching for my swing of the day. And yes, I know this is wrong. I know uh, I spend almost all of my time telling other golfers how wrong this is. Like the, the course is not for technique. Keep your thoughts of your swing off of the golf course. That's for practice time. I know I tell other players that all the time, but the reason why I still try to play golf and not, not to mention the reason like that I actually enjoy playing golf, but playing reminds me just how difficult it is to resist that temptation, you know, to like tamper with my technique mid round. I mean, it's, it's super difficult to resist that temptation so it kind of goes like this. Inevitably, I'm I show up. I rarely get to play, so I I I say, okay, what's my swing for today? What's the ball gonna do? Okay, remember that last lesson that I had a month and a half ago? Let's try to work on that. And inevitably, I start playing bad enough through those first four or five holes that I eventually give up my chase of perfection. <laughs> of a perfect swing and I start just playing and almost always I start playing better. I hit shots more solid and my swing picks up some speed because I'm less restricted by my brain thinking about all the ways I should be swinging. And I mean, I think we can all relate to that of when you're thinking about technique and you're thinking, this is exactly how I need to swing. This is what my swing instructor and I are working on. So I'm going to try that while I'm out on the course. Your swing is kind of just slower and and you're trying to perform a motion when your brain doesn't like to perform motions like that. And I mean, you've heard the the analogy, maybe you haven't, of like, you didn't have to you don't think about the technique when you're bringing a spoonful of cereal to your mouth you don't think 
Okay, I'm I'm putting the spoon into the cereal bowl. I'm I'm turning my wrist to scoop up the cereal. I'm now going to hinge my elbow and turn my wrist a little bit more as I bring the spoon to my mouth, but keep it level. Don't let it spill. Keep it level. Okay, all right, we're opening our mouth. We're going to hinge our jaw and you're going to bring in the cereal. And okay, now we're going to we're going to bite the spoon. We're going to close our mouth over the spoon. Okay, we're going to pull away the spoon so we keep all of the cereal. You know, this that's ridiculous. That's not something we do in daily activities. We just kind of react to the situation. We just kind of do without thinking about technique. And therefore, it's a smoother motion. I think if we thought about all that technique while eating cereal, it would take us a really long time to eat cereal. So to bring the analogy back to golf, it would slow down your motion just as a natural effect of overthinking technique. It would slow down your swing speed because you're thinking about things instead of just letting a fluid motion happen. So when I'm doing it, I notice when I finally relax and just play, my swing picks up speed. I start hitting it further. I'm less restricted by my brain thinking about all the ways I should be swinging. Now, this isn't easy. I'm not like, yes, this is much easier for me to say than it is for me to do. And it's certainly much easier for me to say than for you to do. And especially for someone like myself who doesn't get to play or practice that often. i As of now, I'm kind of playing once a week. And, you know, in my former days of trying to turn professional, I was playing, easily playing six days a week. I might take a day off. I hopefully was taking days off. Um, But really, I'd be playing six days a week, and I would never really have to focus on my swing that much. But even then, I was still focusing on my technique while I was playing. So how much harder it is now, like I'm finally out to a golf course, even if whether I'm playing or on the range, I'm finally here. I need to be working on my technique or I'm never going to get better. So I'm going to spend my time on the course thinking about technique. So yeah, it's hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to put this in practice when I rarely get out there. So, so what do, what do we do about that? I have to realize that my swing is good enough to hit good shots. I've proven that to myself enough to believe it. And I'm willing to bet you have too. I I bet you've hit enough good shots with with the way your swing is right now that you can get out there and just trust in your own ability. You You don't need to tinker with your swing in order to hit good shots. You can you can leave your practicing for practice time. You can leave your playing to playing time. You can keep that separated. So note to self and all those listening to this. Note note to everyone who's listening to this. Next time we play, just play. And on the the flip side of that same coin, the other side of that same coin, when the next time we practice, just practice and As the running theme continues, be intentional where you are. Be in the present moment. So when you're on the 
on the practice tee, when you're on the range, when you're on the chipping green, when you're on the putting green, spend that time intentionally working on things and intentionally preparing. But then when you're out on the course, just test your game. Just just simply see how your practice is or see how your practice has see your progress, I guess. I was I was also talking to Sean Denning yesterday. He's the um I guess his his Twitter handle is par machine, uh but he he got some a, a really good following for attempting to reach a level of scratch handicap uh, over the course of the last year, year and a half, and he did it. He reached a scratch handicap, and he um, he is now embarking on a journey to go even lower. And I had him on the podcast, uh, boy, I don't know, a couple months ago maybe. Um, go back and listen to that, Sean Denning on, I think I... I titled it on how a regular guy can become a scratch golfer. Uh, that's a very interesting uh, podcast because he's a super smart guy. He's a regular guy, um, and and he he reached that. and And we talked about on uh, we had a conversation yesterday because he's writing a new blog post that I'm actually losing my train of thought. Where was I going? What did we talk about? <laughs> Anyway, we we talked about being intentional, I believe. I mean, I, I know what we talked about, but I'm wondering how I'm relating it to this. Um, I guess we, I mean, I know a big portion of what we talked about yesterday was intentionally practicing and, and having a higher quality of practice. Um, anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. I, I think the moral of the story is be intentional where you are. Focus on what you can control. When you're out on the course, be out on the course. When you're out on the practice tee, be on the practice tee and prepare. Oh, I think I know what I was going to talk about. Um, how, how the course is just a test of your game and how we've kind of lost the, this is it, this is it, this is definitely what, what we talked about and how I was going to relate to this. We've lost the the reasoning, we've lost the definition for the word test. So we've said the word test so many times that we just think it's this thing that we take that we get a grade for and it determines whether or not we pass the class or we get a good GPA. But think about the word test. It it's not just some uh, just some uh, hour long time that we have to to hopefully get a good grade in. It is a a moniker. I don't know what's and I said this on that phone call. I don't know a good synonym for the word test. Let's look up a synonym for the word test. Test synonym. This is why he came here to to hear Josh Google things. Okay, test as a noun, uh, trial, experiment, tryout, check, examination, assessment, evaluation, appraisal, investigation, inspection, analysis. So I like that examination or experiment or trial. So you're, you're putting your game through a trial. You're, you're seeing 
your current level of skill when you go out on the course. Just like a test in school, you are you're putting your preparation on trial. You're you're seeing your level of knowledge. You're testing your level of knowledge. So that's why they call the US Open the greatest test in golf because it is it's an assessment of your skill level. And so so in a test in school, you can't have your notes, you can't you're not studying while you're testing. You're not uh, you're not still preparing for the test. You're simply having an examination of your knowledge. So on the course, you're it's not preparation time anymore. It's not practice time anymore. You're simply seeing trying out your abilities, trying out your skill levels. Uh, you're you're evaluating your skill level. And I think that's the best way to look at it. Like your prep your preparation time is like studying and your on course time is like actually taking the test. So I think keeping that difference is important for being able to um, see how your skill level is. And if you have that mentality, you can kind of just freely play and you're not so worried about performing. You're just, you're just playing and you take stats and you, and you can see how you can see how your current skill level is when you're playing. So I'm kind of rambling at this point. The moral of the story is practice when it's practice time, play when it's playing time. It will actually help you play better because you'll be free to just make a motion. And then when you realize, okay, my motion isn't very good, go back to practicing. Don't worry about it on the course. Go back to practicing. Okay, that's it. Kind of a rambly little episode here, but uh, I think I know from my own personal experience, I can use this message. So hopefully you can use it too. Um, Yeah, let me know your thoughts. I wanna know what you think about this podcast. I wanna know what you want to hear about, what value, excuse me, what value you're getting. Um, Let me know who you want to hear me interview. I've got an interview still on the hopper um, with a college coach for UNC Wilmington. I I want to get that one out soon. I I still need to edit it. It's been a while since we talked, so I'm sure he's wondering when I I will put it out. But um, I promise I will eventually. It's a good one. He has some great things to say and some helpful things for everyone, uh, let alone college, you know, aspiring college golfers. So, um, yeah, be on the lookout for that one eventually, hopefully. But yeah, let me know who you want me to interview. Email me at uh, joshlukenichols at gmail.com. That's the best way to get in touch with me. Email me and I will respond to you. Um, so, yeah, thank you for listening. And if you ever need anything, you've got my email address. Reach out to me and I will catch you guys next time.